Richard Crahill joins us on the line as we look at the Cam's National Series once again. And of course, Richard, the Formula 3's headlining that championship with history being made across the weekend at Phillip Island. Oh, Craig, it was a quite remarkable day at the Phillip Island Grand Prix second. Yeah, race two, Leanne Tender, after something like 20 races in Formula 3, finally broke through this afternoon to win race two in the Kumo Tires Australian Formula 3 Championship. And in doing so, becomes the first female driver in the history of the Australian Drivers' Championship. There's 51 years of history, I might add, to win a race. Quite a remarkable achievement in what was a remarkable day's racing. Some of the best Formula 3 has ever produced in Australia. Yes, and uh, well, first time a female has won, I think, a national championship round of any category in uh, in certainly my memory, and probably you've been scouring through the record books to check that out. I have. Leanne did win in Formula Ford, you might remember, a couple of years back, um, and she got on the podium in a V8 supercar, or a couple of V8 supercar races, which was the first uh, in Australia, but... As far as I can tell, at this early stage, we're still doing some research, she's the first ever female driver to win an Australian Drivers' Championship race, and the first female driver anywhere in the world to win a Formula 3 race. And as you know, F3's got quite a big history. Excuse me. So um, quite a remarkable achievement, and, and she did it in style this afternoon. Because mm. the Englishman, Winslow, has been making quite a name for himself and sat on the pole. Well, yeah, he's, I guess, spurred on by the uh, the, the challenge by his uh, countryman, Charlie Hollings, who dominated at Oran Park a fortnight ago. James went round and scored two pole positions yesterday and won the first race this morning, his first win on Australian Formula 3 soil and a quite remarkable drive, very good performance. Didn't go all his own way, was under a bit of pressure for a good portion of the race and ended up uh, coming through nicely to take a race win. So... That lifts the tally this year to five different race winners from the first six races. It's just remarkably competitive this season, and the championship itself is closing right up. So, really, really good day. And you know, there were a number of people that could have won races today at Phillip Island. Uh, Marco Mappelli for Team BRM, the young uh, Italian driver, was very, very fast. Charlie Hollings was fast. Tim Macro was fast, and those two came together in race two in the afternoon, which was a little bit controversial. Um, and yeah, just quite a remarkable day's motor racing and, and completely unpredictable the whole way through, which is uh, what made it so very good. Mm. Well, the three classes that make up Formula 3, of course, the pinnacle being the gold, scar, uh, the gold star, and Tim Macro went into the championship with a handy buffer, mm. but uh, is certainly now would see a few more people clipping at his heels. Well, it's really closed up, and you know, we had Tim Macro leading... Charlie Hollings by about 16 points going into the round and uh, 11 points it was my mistake after race 1 it was 6 points after race 2 it's 8 Tim Macro leads the gold star with 80 points Charlie Hollings has 72 Leanne Tander's fantastic run this weekend lifts her up to 3rd place with 69 points and James Winslow jumps from nowhere to 4th place on 65 so just 15 points covering the top 4 cars in the championship and there are a couple of other cars that are set to um, to come into the playing later on, especially Marco Mappelli and, and possibly Matt Sophie, who is fast today. So the gold star is just it's amazingly competitive. And you know, we've had five different race winners. There's probably two or three more cars that could realistically win races this year. So it's looking awesomely competitive. Mm. The national class, of course, Chris Barry, he jumped away to an early lead, but Lauren Gray is trying to uh, close up the uh, gap along with John Boothman 
Gordon Campbell and Daniel Schultz, how have they uh, progressed in there trying to uh, pair back that lead of Barry's? Yeah, well, Daniel Schultz actually was a surprise today. The Ballarat driver was, was quite competitive in the national class and he and Chris Barry split the class wins, which was a fantastic performance. And, uh, uh, you know, really good drive from both of them. Uh, at the moment, though, because he's competed all three rounds and Chris uh, Daniel Schultz has only done the two and, and Lawrence had a bit of a tough run, uh, Chris has a very handy lead, 56 points, in fact, over Lauren in the national class battle, 125 to 69 with uh, Shul's strong run today, lifting him up into third in that championship. So, uh, yeah, look, really interesting for national class, but Chris is going quite well in the, the Data 3 entry, and, and he's looking to have a strong season and, and win the national class this year. Mm. And the trophy class, always interesting to see how the older cars still mix it out there on the track. Yeah, well, Rod Anderson's doing a fantastic job in that series at the moment, and he won one of the two races today. Graham Holmes won the other, but unfortunately for him, he DNF'd in race two, so... He only scored 24 points compared to Rod's 35 for the day, and Rod now leads that championship with 79 points, and uh, a, a quite handy buffer for him as well. So, trophy class and, and national certainly a little bit more secure, I guess, for those drivers at this early stage in the season than, than the outright gold star class, but still very, very competitive as always. And round three can be seen on SBS coming up on June the third. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Round one came up very nicely. Thank you very much. And uh, looking forward to round two, the, the racing, I have to say, from Phillip Island, um, Craig, I've been calling it free racing since the start of 2005, and it's always been good, but I reckon this weekend is right up there with the very, very best. The, the racing was clean, it was hard, very, very fast, and it was, it was reminiscent to what you'd see in a, a British F3 or, or European Formula 3 race. It's, it's quite remarkable racing, and I encourage anyone who wasn't at Phillip Island today to go out and, and make sure you watch it on Speed Week on, on the 3rd of June. It's, it's going to be something worth watching. Mm. You say head to Malala now for round four in South Australia, which is becoming the uh, home of Formula 3 racing in Australia. Well, it is. It's got quite a, a strong South Australian stranglehold, I guess you can say, and and, and, and rightly so. It, it's, it's, there's a lot of competitors and a lot of teams there. Of course, Team BRM, the running champions, are based there, and I know they're looking forward to getting to Malala to, to drive on their test track. So that's going to be a, a bit of an advantage for them, perhaps. But we're just wondering how close Malala is going to be. Phillip Island, we had five cars covered by three-tenths of a second in qualifying. Malala, which is a 30 seconds a lap quicker, the 30 seconds shorter lap, oh, it could be remarkably close. So you know, we're, uh, we're looking looking forward to that. But, but we are, I guess, looking forward to a break. We've had two rounds in three weeks now, and... There's a seven-week break before we go racing at Malala at the end of June, so be a chance for drivers and teams to recharge their batteries and get themselves ready for another round. Mm. Of course, uh, also the CAMS National Series, which Formula 3 makes up an important part of. How is it going into year number two of that, uh, well, interesting concept being run by CAMS? Yeah, look, I think uh, slowly, slowly. Uh, they launched a new website this weekend, thenationals.com.au, which was good. Um, and, and the, the CAMS Nationals have always come across as doing things quietly, without too much fuss, making sure that the competitors have got a good place to race and um, you know, doing it in a professional manner, which, which which will give them a chance to grow for the future. And I think, I think that they've achieved that. This year's taken a step forward. Crowds have been improved over last season, where we were at the same time last year. Professionalism's certainly taken a step forward. TV package is good. Um, competitor numbers are up. There's something like 150 cars 
at Phillip Island today, which is really positive. So, look, I think uh, I think it's growing. I think it's getting better, and you know, it's going to take a long time because Australian motorsport's been through a lot lately, and, and this series needs to just be stable for a couple of years for it to, to assert itself. And I think we'll see big things in the future. Well, it is always a pleasure to catch up with you, Richard. And uh, Formula 3 racing in a healthy state as you get through the uh, the rush at the beginning of the year to uh, concentrate now on the run home as Malala comes up, as you said, at the end of June. It's a, Well, not much of a break for you, though, because you've got plenty of commitments coming up in the weeks to come. Oh, yes, I'm a, I'm a well-travelled fan at the moment, mate. But, no, look, thanks for your support. Always good to, uh, to chat to you and... and extol the virtues of F3 and it's an easy thing to do this year because the racing is great and I hope people manage to get themselves to around this year because it's, um, it's great motor racing and it's worth watching. Well, Richard, it's always a pleasure to have you here on Inside Motorsport, whether we're talking Formula 3 or any of the many divisions that you do cover. But Phillip Island, well, what a great weekend it was for all the F3 fans. Yeah, quite remarkable. While I remember, Craig, don't forget, head to the F3 website, formula3.com.au. Keep an eye out because we've got a great range of F3 merchandise on the way soon. So I know you're looking for a couple of new shirts, so keep an eye out for it, mate. It is, uh, well, going to be great when that full launch gets underway because the gear that I've seen the previews of is looking terrific. Thanks, mate. Richard Crayhill joining us on Inside Motorsport. Until next week, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.